Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Just a quick note. Uh, SpaceX is not launching the Starship today. Um, we're just We just got confirmation from Elon when Starship will launch. So let's get into the show, my friends. Brought to you by StarshipShirts.com. Um, so check this out. This is from the other day. This footage is from the other day. And I wanted to show you guys what's going on with Starship. What Elon said, um, when we're going to get a flight of <laughs> possible flight, because it's Elon, of course, and we're on Elon time here. So uh, there's a possibility that it may not happen when Elon says it's going to happen, because I moved down here to Brownsville, Texas, to uh, <laughs> to Boca Chica area last September, because Elon said, hey, we're going to be we're going to be launching this thing uh, soon, right? I want to be here for the launch. I want to be here for everything. And of course, you know, six months later, we haven't gotten a launch. So Elon uh, stated the other day, and I'll show you all about this in just a second, but he stated the other day that he knows when they think, um, they think when he thinks uh, Starship will launch. And it's not going to be the ship and the booster that you think it's going to be because uh, they're getting rid of those. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. What's up, Perpetual Nerd? Gary, what's up? Hey, Leo. Um, Mr. Nadra, no, not yet. Not yet. No launch yet. No launch yet. So, just want to let you guys know what's going on and um, how SpaceX may move forward with uh, the next testing protocols, procedures, and where they're going to be going from here because they have a lot of work to do before they launch uh, Starship and Booster, the super heavy configuration uh, for SpaceX's Starship. So this is going to be it's going to be an exciting time for the next, uh, let's just say three months. It's going to be super exciting. Uh, even today, today they moved what is called the Can Crusher down to the flight area at Boca Chica Starbase. The Can Crusher is something that um, uh, they measure how much the uh, the the booster can take, right? So it's like a max Q kind of thing. So maximum velocity, max Q, maximum pressure and forces on the booster and on the ship, and that's basically what they're gonna what they may be testing uh, in the next couple days with booster four. Now it's kind of a weird thing because we thought they were gonna move booster four out of there. We thought this uh, this morning. We we're all like, oh, what are they doing today? They're moving stuff out of there. But no, Booster 4 seems to be going on the can crusher. And which means it may be getting destroyed with this thing. Like just taking it to the maximum possible, um, you know, damage that it can take. And then it just, you know, maybe they're going to maybe they're going to take it over the edge and destroy the thing. So that would be incredible. Um now, unfortunately, we don't have a robot camera down there to, to witness this, but um, I will give you as much information as I can. And I do go down to Starbase 
very often to get as much footage as I can. And this footage on my side here, I'm not sure which side it's on. Let's see if I point to that. Okay, I did it right. So that footage, a little bit blurry, but that's because I was seven miles away. This is from the 18th. And this is when they did some tests on Starship um, the other day. And that was from a propellant loading test number two of a fully stacked Starship. Um, and this was uh, Friday, March 18th, 2022. So they conducted a booster four and ship 20 propellant loading test with a full stack of Starship at Boca Chica, uh, Starbase, Texas. Now, they did another one before this. Um, when was that one? That was March 16th. Uh, and that was, yeah, that was March 16th of 2022. I'm looking at my numbers here to make sure that I get everything right, get the dates right. And they, so the cool thing is booster four and ship 20, the ship and booster that were fully stacked. Um, they also did other tests. So they did cryogenic tests. They did cryogenic proof tests and booster four and ship 20 both did five tests. So let's just say that, say what it is. So these are, um, these are pathfinders. Booster 4 is a pathfinder for future boosters. They do all the tests on these boosters, on Booster 4, sorry. They do all the tests on Booster 4. So one, so so they can figure out how to do the test properly. You know, this is new for SpaceX. Even though they've been building rockets for a really long time, they've never built a gigantic Starship before. Like this, is, this isn't their first Starship that they built, but this is the fully stacked first Starship. And... Uh, Booster 4, Ship 20, they're pathfinders for future ship parts that are coming from SpaceX. So I want to show you guys what I was talking about earlier with uh, Elon. This is actually, you know what, let's let's just kind of backtrack a little bit because I was talking about uh, testing. So let's just take a look at the testing schedule possibly for SpaceX and Starship down at Boca Chica, Star Base, Texas. Monday has already passed us by. March 21st, Tuesday, March 22nd, we have a 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. road closure. And that's what I was talking about earlier because they're moving the can crusher down to uh, Starbase from the from the build site to the production site or from the production site to the launch site. So that's what they did. We're not sure what the, when they're going to implement that. If they're going to do it today, that's great. They have a full another 10 hours, nine and a half hours to do that. So Tuesday, March 22nd, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Wednesday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. as well. And Thursday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And then Friday from 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. And for those of you who aren't familiar, um, 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. is usually the Friday time frame here because Boca Chica Beach is open to the public on the weekends. And SpaceX is working with Cameron County and Brownsville area and Boca Chica to keep the the beach open because people it's it's basically a moneymaker for this area and SpaceX uh, doesn't want to interrupt people that are going to the beach and having a good time. So they keep that road open nighttime. Basically, people, when they get done with work, they can go down there and hang out. So uh, they keep the road open Fridays after four o'clock p.m. So that means they they start early, but it's possible uh, that they do elongate the test. And last night was one of those times when the road closure was supposed to be was stop at 10 o'clock p.m. And it went on until about 11.30 p.m. because they still had more testing to do with uh, the tank farm last night. So there's uh, uh, just if you're just joining us, there's there's no launch today. Um, 
Yeah, so there's there's no launch today. There's been a confirmation from Elon Musk when he thinks SpaceX's Starship will launch, and we'll get to that in one moment. Um, uh, old gamer noob testing right now. Should I also be watching one of the 24-hour lives? They aren't doing testing quite yet. Um, it's cool to have it open on another tab. They, I think what's going to happen today is they're going to move the booster. It's very windy today, too. It's very, very windy today. And I'm here in Brownsville, and I went outside earlier today, and I almost got blown off my feet because it was so windy. And Boca Chica Beach, uh, Starbase area, it's more windy than here. So I don't know if they're just waiting for the wind to die down or if the wind has died down there, but we have a, a red flag alert, I think it's called, um, yeah, for the weather today. And I got to show you guys that too in just a second, but I'm going to show you what Elon tweeted because that's what we're all here for, right? We want to see when Elon and uh, SpaceX will launch this. So Michael Sheets, Sheets, the Sheets tweets with a Z at the end and Sheets with a Z, um, tweeted something about SpaceX launch cadence and how Russia um, kind of pushed everybody away. Right. So found that uh, quality analytics found that U.S. space companies are poised to benefit from Russia cutting itself off from much of the global space industry with SpaceX, the clear winner in the launch market, uh, exemplified this morning by OneWeb's new deal. So OneWeb is a uh, is a satellite provider and they signed a deal with SpaceX just recently to launch their satellites. And it's a pretty big deal. So uh, Elon Musk um replied and said, uh, SpaceX default plan was 65% of global launch mass to orbit this year. Uh, huge, huge deal. Uh, incremental demand might take that to 70%, so not a major change. Those numbers don't count Starship. So, uh, Elon just hinted something pretty big. Like, those numbers don't count Starship. So, Elon is planning Starship launches this year. So, 70%, so not a major change. But they don't count Starship. So anything with a Starship launch, anything that Starship is launching, may it might be Starlink satellites. They could be launching, you know, thousands of Starlink satellites this year. If they get Starship to a point where they can actually do that, it's going to take a while, mind you, because uh, they don't even have a, uh, a prototype that we've seen down here at Starbase um, of a basically a lid for the Starship, uh, the front of the Starship, the nose of the Starship. I wish I had my model here with me so I could show you guys. But the, the front of the Starship, the nose of the Starship opens up. So it's like this, and then it opens up like that. Then the satellite flies out of it. Um, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy that that's actually a thing. This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files, all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup for Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door. It could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days, and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history 
to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And if you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15-day no credit card required free trial. Check it out. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9to5Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. But if they were to do that and they were to also do ride sharing with other companies on Starship, um, yeah, Elon, it would blow everything out of the water. It's going to be crazy how much more stuff they can throw up there into space and launch into space. Uh, rough math is 16 uh, tons, 50 launches, 800 tons, Elon says. rest of the world is uh, less than 400 tons, mostly China. Less than 400 tons. So they're doubling what everybody else is doing. Plus, because if it's less than 400 tons, mostly China... Uh, and then Elon says they have uh, 800 tons for 50 launches. That's that's huge. So does this does this mean that Elon and SpaceX are a monopoly? People were talking about this the other day about how Elon have and SpaceX have kind of taken over the flight, the space flight industry. And not yet. Let's just say not yet, because they do have uh, you know they do have a 70 percent share, but that's because there's nobody else doing it. You know, there are other companies that can do it, but SpaceX does it cheaper and better than those companies. So it's like, should those companies step up and make better rockets and cheaper rockets and, um, you know, fight for their spot? Yes, 100% yes, they should, because there's no way they're going to stay in this business if you don't fight for that spot, because it's a it's a battle for the billions, you know, billions of dollars. People launch satellites all the time. Um, then you know they're gonna they're gonna have to fight for it because they you know other companies have the resources to build new rockets they have the engineers they have the people power they have the infrastructure they just haven't done it yet so not quite yet is all I'm gonna say um, Happy Campy says sorry if I missed it did Elon say which ships will launch if not for twenty not yet i haven't heard anything yet from anybody on the ground uh so we're i'm just going to keep that speculation at bay for now until um until we figure out a little bit more information about what's happening because speculation about those about those uh, rockets it seems like there's plenty <laughs> there's numerous rockets that it could be and numerous boosters it could be so there's potential for a lot of different things, uh, but that could be another show. You know, if we if we want to do that one, though, it could be another show. Um, um, so, uh, El Hungaro, thank you so much. You know what, man? I got to get you guys some. Uh, I got to get you guys some <laughs> some uh, some starships here. Here we go. 
you get some starships. Alangaro, there you get a starship because you did a super chat. Thank you so much. Happy Cappy, sorry you did get a starship. I was a little bit late on the draw there, uh, but thank you so much for that. All So anything from, from Super Chats and Super Stickers go directly, and memberships go directly into funding this show, this program, so we can continue doing this and getting you footage like this, which is, I have a full video of that on the channel if you want to check it out. Um, but it's it costs money to do this stuff. So anything through Super Chats and Super Stickers, very, very helpful. Thank you so much for that. I really do appreciate it. Very cool. Um, so let's get back into the news. Alejandro, thank you so much. Peace. Keep it coming. Peace to you too, man. Um, Happy Cappy says, is it official 420 will not fly? Yes. If we can play uh, a sad trombone or tr sad trumpet for ship... 20 and booster four we will get into that right now so ship 20 uh first this is what we're talking about right here elon musk says first starship orbital flight will be with raptor 2 engines ship 20 isn't ready for raptor 2 engines booster four isn't ready for raptor 2 engines as they are much more capable and reliable 230 ton or 500 kilo uh, pound uh, thrust at sea level uh, will have 39 flight worthy engines built by next month. Raptor 2 is 39 Raptor 2s by next month, then another month to integrate. So hopefully May for orbital flight test. So May 2022, just a few months. Elon Musk says it's possible that Starship could launch with Raptor 2 engine, 39 flight-worthy engines. That is incredible. That's incredible. So Evelyn, uh, she's from around here too. She's from down here. Um, will Starship SN20 and Super Heavy Booster uh, uh, and Super Heavy Booster 4 still conduct the orbital flight or new prototypes? Elon responded with new. So there you go. There's a little bit of sort of sort of answers your uh, your question happy um it'll be a new booster and new ship so ship 20 ship and booster four bye-bye we're gonna play we're gonna play a sad trumpet i don't have one on hand i don't have a trumpet on hand oh man but i wish i had something to be be a trumpet right now but i can't i don't have it um so unfortunately unfortunately uh, booster four and ship 20 are going to go the way of the dodo and they're going to be maybe can crushed. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what they're going to be doing with them, but they may just, they may take them. If they, if it survives the can crusher, they may move them to the rocket garden, which would be really cool, but that's a lot of rockets. Perpetual nerd. You get a starship. Thank you for the, for the gas fund. I appreciate it. Really helpful. Super helpful. Um, yeah. So that'll get me down to Starbase. That'll be awesome. Thank you so much for that. Um, but yeah, so Elon said new. Didn't didn't elaborate. So that's what I was saying earlier, Happy, about can't really speculate what it's going to be. Could it be Booster 7? Could it be Booster 8? Could it be, you know, could they skip a few? Uh, they're building so much stuff down there that they could Franken-Booster something together and build something absolutely new. Um, ready for, you know, because they could find something. This is okay. So let me, let me back up here. SpaceX has been known for just scrapping full systems because something better comes along. Rapid iteration of this process is important to get a starship 
off the ground in the coming months. So if they see something that's better and they say that it'll save them time in the future, build it out. So anything that's on the production floor right now, it could be scrapped, moved away, and uh, they could move on to something else new. So that's why I don't want to speculate about it, but we can in another episode. I just don't want to do it right yet uh, because, you know, (laughs) because you never know you never know what's going to happen with spacex um so another thing that spacex has to has to really deal with is the faa so here we go there's a um the faa's uh draft uh environmental review so spacex cannot launch starship until this uh environmental review goes through they can't do it and the faa said they are going to be done with this within six days from now. So today's the 22nd. They'll be done on the 28th for this. And if SpaceX passes this, they'll have environmental uh, readiness for a flight of Starship. I was going to say SN20, but it's not going to be SN20 and Booster 4 anymore. I was thoroughly in the camp of Booster 4 and Ship 20, 100%. I was like, why would they move on? But they are going to. So could take them months. Elon says, May, um, I know how things work down here uh, now that I've been here for a little while. And it seems like uh, it's Elon time. So let me let me elaborate on that. Uh, there's there's things that Elon thinks can be done at a very rapid pace. And then people get involved in logistics, get involved. And sometimes those things don't work out very well. So it's possible we get a launch in June or July or August of this year, or even later, depending on what's going on with these boosters and the ships and the and the uh, and the Raptor twos. But uh, since they had a Pathfinder, since they have Booster Four, since they have Ship Twenty, uh, those are Pathfinders, right? So those things will make it easier for the next iteration of boosters and ships to come down the line. So the the rate that they'll be able to put together a new booster and a new ship should be pretty fast comparably to the ones that they have right now. Um, uh, they, they should launch SN 20 to 10 K and practice another landing. That would be really cool. Happy. I I'm a hundred percent in that camp. It would be really cool to see how it, how it flies with the, with the heat tiles. I think that'd be really cool. Um, would it be worth it though? Happy. I want to ask everybody here too. Would it be worth it to launch a, a ship, you know, a, a starship, not the fully stacked super heavy, but just a starship to test you know, navigation and to also test the uh, the tiles to see if they'll actually, you know, sustain a launch. Because I think it would be important to know the data for a launch of a ship. And if the tiles were to fall off during that launch, you know, the reentry could be devastating. So moving forward with that, the... Um, you know, if they if they could send Ship 20 up, it would be a glorious way to end Ship 20's career. But also, is it worth it to launch it and then have a mishap and, um, you know, possibly destroy some some infrastructure at Starbase launch site just to get, you know, a little bit of data from the from the um, from the from the flight? So is it worth it? I don't know. I don't think it is. But that's up to those guys because 
they're the engineers, you know, they're the people that need to know this information. Um, but I would love to see it. I would absolutely love to see it. I don't think it's worth it though, but well, you never know too. That's the thing. Like if they think it's, think it's pertinent and they think it's possible to do it without any damage to the, to the launch site, then yeah, they may as well. I mean, <laughs> they may as well get that data if it's going to be important to future flights of, uh, of the next ship. So environmental review, six days away. So six days from now, we're going to do a countdown climb, uh, timer here on the, on the uh, channel. We'll do a Starship countdown timer. So stay tuned for that, too. That'll be amazing. Um, <laughs> it'll just be a funny gag kind of thing, you know, like we'll be like, all right, we're just waiting. You know, we're just waiting for the FAA. And then they're going to push it back a month, probably. You, you, you never know with the FAA, too, if they get to the end of this process and they say, hey, you know, like this doesn't look good. They could postpone it for another month. Holy cow. Did we just get another super chat? We did. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Alan, uh, for the gas money. I do appreciate that. That's really helpful. Awesome. Very, very cool. Now let's move on to another thing that I was thinking about the other day. Uh, we, I brought this up in another episode, but Alan, thank you so much for that. That'll get me to Starbase with the gas prices rising and you know, fluctuating. You never know uh, when you're going to get enough uh, gas in your tank to get down there again. So thank you so much for that. And I, I brought this up, this next topic up on another video. Um, Space Hub underscore SL says, what's your guess, Elon Musk? Uh, you know, moon landing and Mars landing, basically 1969 moon landing and then Mars landing 20. Eh? Elon says 2029. So that was it. That's that's it. That's that's his his vision. His goal is to send people to Mars by 2029. Now, with the rapid iteration of Starship, the way it is, and with the Polaris program uh, moving forward, and Dear Moon, and etc., um, those will be happening in the next few years. So these flights that are happening, you know, with um, with Starship and this testing that's happening with Starship right now, they have to move forward with it. And 2029, you know, we're at 2022 right now, seven years from now, seven years. Could they have the infrastructure in place at Kennedy Space Center to have, because they're not going to do it from Boca Chica. There's no, uh, there's not enough infrastructure down here to do all that stuff yet. This place, Boca Chica Starbase is the pathfinder for everything that's happening at Kennedy Space Center. And of course, if you're going to launch people to Mars for the first time, you want the cooperation of NASA. You want the cooperation of um, Kennedy Space Center. You want all the cooperation from all the people uh, involved. So, yeah, Elon said 2029. And seven years from now, that's it's a possibility. It's a, it's a pretty big possibility that that happens. Now, uh, one more thing before we go. And I mentioned this in the very early beginnings of the, uh, of the show. But there was... Um, I was talking about the wind and uh, the weather down here right now. We have a, a hazardous weather outlook for all of today, basically. Um, we have a red flag warning going on down here. The temperature right now is 84 degrees, fair and breezy. Um, wind gusts were pretty high earlier today. I would say, um, I don't know, I was hitting probably 20 miles an hour where I am, so it's probably huge down at uh, Starbase. But in Brownsville, wind speed... Uh, 31 miles per hour right now. Hazardous weather outlook right now. Um, 
day one today and tonight there is a high risk of rip currents of course that's out by the by the beach high surf advisory out by the beach which is where spacex is red flag warning is in effect for all of these deep south texas from 10 a.m to 8 p.m for critical fire weather conditions so it's dry here high winds and elevated risk of rip currents is possible at local beaches so Red flag warning is going on. A cold front will move through deep south Texas early this morning, linked to another day of elevated winds and very low relative humidity this this afternoon. Temperatures warm up as dew points lower much more significantly than Monday, assisting relative humidity to a plummet of 15% or lower. So basically, really dry and very windy. Possible fire stuff going on down. Uh, it's pretty wet near Starbase, so I wouldn't really consider that a huge uh, a huge factor but it's po- it's totally possible it's wet down there but it's also dry in a lot of spots down there too so where spacex is there's a lot of concrete um, so i wouldn't expect spacex to have any sort of uh, negative damage but it's the wind that you have to worry about wind 20 foot uh, northwest winds uh, between 10 and 15 miles per hour and what did it say earlier here uh, 30 miles per hour 31 miles per hour right there so it's gusting, fair and breezy. Yeah, breezy, 31 miles per hour. <laughs> Almost knocked me off my feet earlier. Holy cow. Mighty Dondon, thank you so much for that super chat. Keep up the great content for gas. Thank you. Yeah, that's going to keep me going for a little bit. There you go. You get a starship. You get a starship for that super chat. Thank you so much for that. Um, uh, let's see here. What else we got? Let's do a little bit. Let's do a little bit of chat stuff going on here. And we're going to keep your super chat up there on the screen while this happens for a little bit. Uh, so uh, Mark says, um, actually, you know, what? Black Eagle Gaming, I will give you a, a link to that FAA page. And there you go. And let's see, Mark. So SLS will launch first. Ooh, yeah, probably, probably. That's the. That's the plan, right? Um, so I, I think that's going to actually happen. I think that's going to happen, which for me as a spaceflight enthusiast, there's no reason for me to be mad about SLS to fly by itself. You know, there's no reason for me to to be mad that, um, you know, that, that one ship flies before another ship. This is all one thing, right? So we're, we're moving people forward from Earth to other celestial bodies. So SLS, of course, will take people with the Artemis missions to the moon and further on. And Starship's going to do the same. Starship's actually working with NASA. So I think it's important that we all kind of, you know, kind of take a step back sometimes. And it's not about teams or anything like that. Like which ship is better? Big orange ship is bad. You know, people, you know, they meme about it all the time, but that's not the case. You know, we love all space flight, all space flight. If, if we never left earth, this wouldn't be a thing. You know, like if, if we never launched anything past Earth, spaceflight wouldn't be a thing. So SLS is important. Starship is important. But it would be cool if they launched around the same time. I think that'd be really neat. Um, we heard about this last night and today on the news here in Dallas-Fort Worth. We hear Elon still has to get approval. Yeah, well, they do. Uh, they do, Joy. They do have to get approval still from the FAA. So and they also have to get flight approval. So the environmental approval is one thing and then the flight approval is another thing so they have to get both approvals before they 
um, before they fly this thing. So when they when they build the next ship, when they do the Raptor twos, they put them on the ship. The FAA has to come down and inspect all this stuff. You know, they 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 have the details, etc. They have to send somebody down here for a flight. Um, you know, they have to fly somebody down here, basically. Um, actually, there was uh, who was I talking to? It was the other day. It was actually when I was shooting this footage. Um, and this is this is a blurry footage. I have some better footage of it, but uh, this is what I could throw together this morning. Um, so the um, yeah the the uh, FAA has to send somebody down here in order to do the things for the flight. So in order to to prep them for the flight and get them ready for the flight, the FAA has to be here. And one one FAA person missed their flight or couldn't get a flight here for a starship test launch at some point so they had to cancel the launch for that day because the faa person didn't show up <laughs> so it, it was there was like a whole complicated thing but it was it was kind of a funny thing too as a as a onlooker as a bystander who was deeply entrenched in this stuff i think that it's important that we all know that there's people involved too it's not just checking off boxes and you know okay raptor 2 can fly cool booster can fly cool ship can fly okay so then you have to get government approval for all this stuff too so you have to get the sign off from the government they're like okay these raptor 2s aren't going to run on the pad booster's not going to run on the pad and ship 20 or ship is going to run on the pad there was a, a little slip there ship 20 is going to be gone so all those things need to happen before this flight and it's going to be great because ship and booster, whatever ones they use in the future, that are going to be flying from Kennedy Space Center, will have uh, already have the environmental stuff done, you know, already done. Um, so they don't have to worry about that at least. So uh, over here, that right over there, that right there, StarshipShirts.com. Uh, this is one of the shirts. Cramped, dangerous, difficult, you might die. Those are Elon's words about Starship, and we put them on a shirt. So starshipshirts.com, you get 20% off all of your orders on checkout. No matter what, you don't need a code or anything. You just go in there and check it out. And actually, you know what? I think I, I, think I bumped it up to 33%. So I'm going to keep it there for the remainder of the day. So you get a, like a $25 shirt for 17 bucks or something like that. I think I Don't quote me on those numbers because... Um, you know, I might not be right with that. Let me see what the price is here. But anyway, yeah, that's the uh, that's the, the the case for this time here. So let me check this out for you. Make sure that we have all this stuff ready. Starship shirts. We have our own site. We have our own merch. Browse now. This is the uh, this shirt right here. Cramped, dangerous, difficult. You might die. It's mobile friendly, and I have this kind of cut off on the on the video just so you can so i can fit more stuff in here cramped dangerous difficult you might die starship <laughs> voyage to mars short sleeve t-shirt elon said that about going to mars so numerous colors let's add it to the cart and see how much see much of a discount i get because i'm just gonna do a large uh, add to cart there we go let's do a checkout i think it automatically does it on checkout too so um yeah so you get a discount the youtube discount uh, it's like $17, so you get $8.23. And this may vary depending on where you are and, you know, taxes, et cetera, et cetera. But you get an automatic 33% discount on your shirts at StarshipShirts.com. And you can load up on shirts, you know, 
uh, buy a bunch of them if you want. You get 33% off all your order, your whole order. So that's my favorite one right there. That's pretty cool. It's classic. It's like an old, uh, old 50s diner, kind of pretty neat. Anyway, enough about that. Um, let's get back into some SpaceX stuff. So there's the uh, FAA stuff. But yeah, the, like moving forward with SpaceX uh, Starship, and we're just going to have to keep an eye on it, especially with what new boosters are coming out, what new ships are coming out. Um, Ship 22, possibly. You know, we'll we'll have to look into it in a little bit further and see uh, see what ships are going to be uh, produced in the near future. Now they're moving a crane over to uh, to Booster Four right now. Like I was saying earlier, they're gonna I think they're gonna lift Booster Four off of um, off the off the pad, the launch pad at SpaceX's Starbase launch site. They're gonna move it onto what we refer to as the Can Crusher which basically puts it through so much stress that it could possibly destroy the uh, the booster. So they don't want it to destroy the booster, but this may be the final test of booster four if they put it on the can crusher and just blow it out, you know, shake it up so much that, uh, you know, the thing gets decimated. So it would be... Uh, it would be unfortunate. It would be sad, but it would go out with a blaze of glory. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> I would be cool with that. Um, let's see. Hey, Michael, what's up? What's up? We're just wrapping up here, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm just figuring out the uh, some of the the final stuff that's happening. I know they're moving Booster Four off the pad today, hopefully, and I know the uh, the wind down there is pretty pretty rough. So. Um, yeah, we're we're looking into that as well. So, mighty, thank you so much for that. Um, so we're we're looking into uh, so many things today, so many things that are happening. What are they going to do with Ship Twenty? We're not sure yet. Are they going to put it in the Rocket Garden? Possibly. Are they just going to scrap it? Maybe. Are they going to sell the tiles off to everybody that loves SpaceX? Nope. <laughs> They're not going to sell that stuff. So. Yeah, I wish they would. I wish they would sell, like, just give me a tile, man. That would be awesome. I would love to have that, just, like, as a conversation piece. Just put it up on my mantle, you know, and just have a, a piece of Starship. I think that would be really neat. Um, but, yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for for hanging out today. And thanks for so much for all the Super Chats. I really do appreciate it. Uh, we had a bunch of people. El Hangaro, um, Happy, Perpetual Nerd, Alan, Mighty. We have so many people um super chatting and super stickering right now that uh, really do appreciate it and can really use that those resources to uh, bring you more content like this. And I do plan on doing more live content from Starbase in the near future. I'm figuring out logistics as well. I do film there a lot, uh, but I'm figuring out more logistics, better logistics for filming and uh, or not filming, but uh, um, live streaming from Starbase more so. Because the signal down there, you have to use a, a cell a cell signal, and it's not that good. So Starlink is on its way sometime in the future. Uh, I have ordered it, and due to the due to the uh, very generous people uh, from this stream and fans of the show, um, you know, it's been it's been very very humbling 
to uh, to see that happen. So uh, thank you, everybody. Like all the stars, all the super chats, all the super stickers, all that stuff goes directly back into the show. Basically, I don't take a profit for this. I just uh, live my life and do this show. <laughs> that's that's it. So thanks everybody for that. Uh, final send off for B4. Bye bye B4. Bye bye Ship 20. You were my you were my go to man. I am that. I'm the Ship 20 booster for. They were my team, but now and I was I was adamant. Like why would they go? Why would they move forward? Why would they move forward with another booster, another ship? There's no reason to if these things work. But they found a reason to. <laughs> you know, they found a reason to. And like, I have no control over that. So for me, I'm happy to be wrong. Like, it's okay to be wrong. I'm totally okay with that. I'm totally cool with that. I would rather be wrong and get, you know, get more information about the next booster and the next ship than to be like, stick with my guns and be right all the time. I, you know, like... Scientific method, you're wrong, like 87% of the time. And then you find, you know, that's just how it is. And if you're okay with being wrong, then you're in the right industry, because most of the time, uh, this stuff doesn't really work out too well. Uh, I see some vehicles as well moving down um, uh, Highway 4 right now. I'm not sure if the if the road's closed or if the road's open again, but uh, it was closed a little bit ago. I didn't get a, uh, a beach closure uh, signal from uh, Boca Chica Beach. So not earlier today. Yeah, Joy Taco Trucks. Um, Michael Maxi says, B4 can be moved by using the chopsticks just like SN20. Ooh, yeah. That would be, that'd be something great, wouldn't it? That'd be cool to watch. I hope that happens. I really do. Um. Elon has some RGV allies to help him with the FAA. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think Elon, you know, Elon has worked and SpaceX has worked with the FAA for a decade now. So there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of communication between the two. And, um, you know, it's not like it's not like Elon is fighting the FAA or anything. SpaceX isn't fighting the FAA. The FAA aren't the bad guys here. You know, they're all they're all working together to get this to work to get it to work right you know it's not like a it's not a fight you know some people think it's like a fight like spacex is fighting for this they're working together it's a team it's a team effort so i, I want to make sure that everybody realizes that it's a team thing that the government isn't out to get elon musk <laughs> there's a lot of people hmm. oh man my cup just squirted all over me um so there's a lot of people that really think, um, really think that SpaceX and the FAA, or the FAA and the government, are out to stop SpaceX from launching Starship. Now, the reasoning behind that is, I don't know. I don't know why they would. Why would they stop this from happening? Is it because they, you know, people think there's like a, uh, you know, they have an interest in helping out the old space companies, but it's in the best interest of everybody to help out whatever is going to work better. You know, it, it doesn't matter what kind of relationships you have with people. Plus that's corruption and that's collusion. That's all sorts of against the law. And <laughs> there's, there's so many things that could be, uh, you know, could be really bad for the government. Um, and really bad for the FAA if something like that were to 
be found out. So I don't think they can. And people are saying, you know, there are some people that are conspiracy theory minded that say, well, they, they're just good at they're just better at covering it up now. No, they're not. They're people. There will be somebody if that's happening. There will be somebody that says, no, we're not going to do this. And uh, they'll figure out a way to, <laughs> you know, they'll figure out a way to, to uh, get this thing working. But it seems like there are two, there are so many people that are conspiracy minded about this thing. But it, it's not like that at all. It's not like that at all. The um, RJV reps want SpaceX Starbase to say, yeah, I actually read an article the other day. I can't remember where I read it, but it was really. There we go. Uh, I had it up on a tab, actually. Uh, people of Cameron County probably do not realize how big an economic impasse, impact SpaceX is having at the, on the area from the Rio Grande Guardian, Rio Grande Guardian. Um, uh, let's see. Executive Director of the Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation, Helen Ramirez. Uh, in 2021, SpaceX have employed 1,600 direct employees. They envision that going up 30%. So let's just say around 2,000 employees. If you take into consideration Cameron County, the amount of jobs and contract labor, we are really talking about 6,000 jobs within Brownsville and Cameron County. That is our largest employer. Yes, yeah, six thousand jobs and also spacex has spent over 430 million dollars locally she said the money has gone on to operations payroll construction and capital expenditure so 430 million dollars for this area this was a very poor area uh financially before spacex got here and six thousand jobs in brownsville and the surrounding area that is a lot of people employed so there's no way the faa would step in and say no Unless there's something, uh, unless there's something horribly wrong with the environmental stuff going on, but there's no, there's no, uh, there's no reason why they would stop six thousand jobs from happening. S twenty has vac engines and no legs, so suborbital flight is not likely. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like, why would they, why would they risk anything unless they could, you know, bolt on some legs to it? Uh, AI number forty two. Um, you know, if they could bowl some legs on it, but I don't see that happening. Uh, will you move to Florida, Robert? Uh, that's a really great question. And the answer is, I'm not sure. Um, I love it here. I think it's really cool in uh, Brownsville. I think it's really great in this area. And I really love to see like the skunk works going on at Starbase. I think it's really cool. There are there are vehicles going down to Starbase right now. I'm looking on another stream, but there's a lot of there's some vehicles moving down to the launch site. So I think the roads are open again. Um, S20 could do a high altitude hop to test heat shield. I mean, if they launch it into I mean, they could launch it into the Gulf, but they'd have to go through all sorts of permitting to do that. So would it be worth it to just get some heat tile data to launch it into the Gulf? Probably not. It seems like that would be a lot of work just to get some some heat tile tests going. Uh, do you have a tracker to go to the FAA with flights that are in the air right now? Uh, Joy, I do have one. I have I have one bookmarked somewhere, but I um, I haven't used it in a little bit. Um, you can see what's in the air now, if I'm correct. Yeah, you can. All the public stuff, you can see what's in the air for the FAA tracker stuff. Um, and there's there's flight trackers all over the place. You can find them. There's so many different flight trackers um, all over the internet. So just 
pick one, <laughs> basically pick one and you'll find one and you'll, and you'll find some good information. Um, yeah. So, so SpaceX hasn't had any sort of, uh, overpressure event happening in the last a little while, you know, for months. So static fires aren't going to be happening with booster four. That's, that's what we're guessing. Static fire for booster four probably isn't going to happen. These are, these are Raptor ones on booster four. So there's really no need if they're going to be moving on to booster or another booster in Raptor twos. There's no need to test these Raptor ones on booster four. It's just what they're going to be doing. More pathfinding, more testing of, um, you know, chopstick testing and probably lifting some stuff up. It seems like they're doing okay with that stuff though. So there's really no reason to keep moving um, with the, with booster four and ship 20 because they're relics. Now they're old, they're not going to be used, but they could be doing some testing on them to test out, you know, possible uh, the, the orbital flight uh, pad and uh, stage zero. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, hard to test the heat shield if you can't see the heat shield when it lands in the Gulf. We'd have to catch land on uh, catch arms and risk breaking and causing more delays. Yeah, exactly. That's that's another thing too. Um, you know, we're we're hoping that works out well. Um, but yeah, getting the uh, getting the flight up would be really really great. Would be really cool. William Contino, you get a starship. Look at that. You get a launch separation and a landing of a starship what's up dude uh william contito and i used to uh, skateboard together back in the day good dude good good dude uh thanks dude i appreciate that that's really cool i'm gonna have to snowboard again sometime that'll be fun uh looking for the travis rice pro brother travis rice pro gonna get some uh gonna get some turns in this year except i'm in texas so i'm gonna have to take a trip <laughs> so uh yeah we're gonna hook it up it'll be fun Hope you're still riding, dude. That'll be good. Uh, thanks for that super chat, too, because that's going to help get me down to Starbase like four times, I think. Or is that back and forth? I'm not sure. Back and forth twice. Um, so thanks for that. I appreciate that. All the all the super chats, all the super stickers go right back into the show, go right back into the program. And so we can continue doing these things and staying down here at Starbase, Texas and uh, Brownsville and keep you up to date with everything that's going on down here and get your footage. Uh, just check out the channel. I have hundreds of hours of ship 20 booster four footage. Um, and here's another video. I want to show you guys this video too, because I thought this is kind of neat. I did a, uh, I did a, uh, here, check this out in the, uh, in the chat there, check that link out. That is for uh, the full stack test of uh, ship 20 and booster four the other day from on the 18th. Pretty neat. I had to, it was very windy, so I had to stabilize it and the stabilization didn't work too well, but did what I could. Very cool though. William Continuo, another $5. Thank you so much for that. You are amazing. You are absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for that. We'll be transitioning to the $5 starship launch <laughs> momentarily there we go thanks thanks will i appreciate that man um so uh brownsville or harlington has a great park to skateboard uh brownsville has a pretty good park yeah i've been there and harlington has a pretty good like pretty mellow park i like it there um 
Yeah, it should be pretty cool. You know, and Elon down here in um, down here in Brownsville, he's donated a bunch of money, um, you know, millions of dollars for people to go to school, like the kid for the kids, basically, to go to school here. He's also donated millions of dollars for downtown Brownsville to be renovated and rejuvenated. Downtown Brownsville is classic uh, Texas, you know, and you drive down through downtown Brownsville. It's completely different than the rest of Brownsville. The rest of Brownsville is like, um, you know, it's just it's it's built up. It's commerce. You know, there's people, there's a, like a little strip mall, there's a Target, there's like all that stuff, like fast food, et cetera, et cetera. But then downtown Brownsville is classic Texas, and Elon wants to help keep it that way, but also help sustain it and make it better. So he's donated a bunch of money to this area in Cameron County, too, just to keep it going. You know, he wants he wants the future kids to you know, to have the training to help him with SpaceX in the future, basically. Um, but Brownsville is awesome. I, I love it here. It's really cool. There's so there's a lot of opportunity here, too. You know, I was um, I was talking to somebody the other day and he's an engineer. You know, he's a he's a metal worker and um, he was just hanging out. You know, I was just hanging out with him and he was like, so uh, so what do you do? And I was like, oh, I film SpaceX. And he was like, you film SpaceX. What do you mean? I was like, well, my day, my daily routine, drive down to SpaceX, stand on the side of a really hot, <laughs> dirty road <laughs> for a couple hours, get sweaty, and then uh, film whatever they're doing down there. He's like, where do you do that? And he's asked me where I do it. And I said, YouTube. And he's like, really? People watch that? And I'm like, oh, people love it. I love it. Like, that's, I moved here from New York. And he's like, what? So he didn't understand why I moved here because it's just for him, it's a normal day. But he's like, yeah, I'm looking for work. Um, you know, I lost my job and I'm like, have you tried SpaceX? And he's, he's a metal worker. And he's like, no, I haven't. So I said, I said, well, you should try SpaceX. Uh, they have a bunch of jobs down there, engineering jobs and, you know, stuff. They have a, they actually have a, um, they have a shuttle that brings people down to SpaceX. So if you're in town here in Brownsville, they'll drive you there. You go to work, they drop you off, and then you come back and get you when your when your shift's done. So, yeah, pretty pretty interesting to see that you know they could have an impact on this guy, and they could possibly get him a, a good high paying job um, in this in the area, and he could like the place. And I'm gonna be like totally honest with you guys, Kenneth. Thank you so much for that super chat. Thank you so much. There's your starship. You get a starship, and you get a starship. Everyone gets a starship. <laughs> I wish I was, I wish I had it like an Oprah, you know, like how she goes like, do you get this? <laughs> that would be great, <laughs> but I don't, but thank you so much for the super chat, Kenneth. I appreciate that. Um, so the local people here, you know, they're, they're hardworking people and there's the docks, right? So there's the port of Brownsville and they work with heavy, huge machines all the time. So this is a great place for SpaceX to be because they already have the workers here. You know, there's no reason to not have the have that here because it's in a great place to launch rockets, but also they have the workforce. So this person that I was talking to the other day, he was like, I'm an engineer. I'm a I'm a I'm a metal worker. Um, I was like, just go for it, man. I was like, they're looking for people all the time. So SpaceX has had a huge impact on Brownsville and I can see it like I can literally see it because Brownsville before I got here six months ago 
Um, they're just like pretty uh, about the other side of town, but it's like 10 minutes away from me. Empty fields, nothing, right? Three months in, two apartment complexes showed up. They need places for these people to live. And also there's a new shopping center being built. There's numerous shopping centers being built, numerous gas stations, um, which is funny because there's a pretty big top population of Teslas here, uh, which is, it's when I, when I moved here, I was like, probably going to be like big pickup trucks, right? Like there are a lot of big pickup trucks here, but I see a lot of Teslas here. So, because there's a Tesla dealership, Tesla, a Tesla dealership, um, on the north side of town or on the whatever the other on the other side of town and um yeah but i i see teslas all the time and it shows that people here are making the money to have a tesla you know if you buy a tesla it's at least forty thousand dollars if not more so your payments are going to be let's just say 600 bucks a month at the basic like basic 600 bucks a month for a car just for a vehicle and um you know, if you live in an apartment, your rent, the rent here is ridiculously cheap, like ridiculously cheap. And the, um, you know, I was, I was driving around the other day and by the sports park here, they're building a new, um, kind of cul-de-sac, like really nice new homes, like beautiful, beautiful new homes. And there's a sign on it that says starting at $725 per month. And I was like, wait a second, a whole house, like a brand new 2022 house with everything, $725 a month. And I thought, this cannot be right. This can't be right. Like that doesn't make any sense because rent where, where I'm from in New York, a house like that would be, if you're going to rent it, it's going to be 1200 to $2,000 per month. But down here, you can get a house for $725 a month. It's it's ridiculously good pricing on housing right now. And also, gas prices are only 4 bucks plus, depending on where you get it. Um, some places a little bit more if you go outside the, the town. Um, but gas prices have risen here. It was, it was much lower before. So taking that into account, it's actually a really good place to live because there's everything you kind of need right here in Brownsville um, in the surrounding area, like uh, area like Harlington or Harlingen, sorry. And um, you know, there's, there's stuff 20 minutes away that we don't have in Brownsville, but it's only a 20 minute drive away. It's really cool. The AC bill will get you. Yeah. That's what, get, that's what gets you the electric bill. <laughs> the electric bill really does get you. You can have a, a inexpensive house, a really nice inexpensive house. But when the AC kicks on, like my AC has been on since the day I moved in here, you know, my AC has been good. It's been cranking. And, uh, yeah, the bills actually, you know, the bills aren't that expensive. Um, I've had it the same, the same price or the same, uh, the same, uh, temperature since basically the day I moved in, like as low as it can get. And, uh, it's relatively good pricing. So, uh, but it's, it's pretty good. Like I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, like I've, I've lived in much more, uh, dumpier, way, way dumpier places for more money. And, uh, like I'd rather live here because it's cheap. It's cheap. And you have, you know, you have all the things you need. Right. So that's pretty cool. And you have a SpaceX rocket factory like 20 minutes away from you. So that's pretty cool, too. Uh, so that's like sort of a sort of a 
side note from every, you know, for everybody that's, you know, that's wondering what's going on in Brownsville and the surrounding area. You know, there's, of course, you know, it's not a really, it's not a, a very rich area. You know, not yet, but I think prices will go up in the next few years. If they're, if SpaceX continues doing what they're doing, there's going to be more high-paid engineers, more high-paid uh, everybody because SpaceX pays well, and they're okay with paying California prices in Texas. You know, so um, yeah, uh, moving forward, I think SpaceX is going to do a great job with helping out. Uh, the Brownsville and uh, surrounding areas, Cameron County, et cetera, because, um, yeah, so that's, that's the, um, that's the thing, right? So they're, they're bringing in a lot of people here. Will Calcino says, uh, recovered Hornell skate park shred when you visit. Yes. Yes, we will. That'll be fun. Uh, yeah, so that is going to wrap it up for today, everybody. I really do appreciate your time. I appreciate everybody here for helping out. I'm trying to figure out if I can find uh, who helped out today so I can give you guys a shout out. Uh, Kenneth, thank you so much. Will Contino twice. Mighty Donton. Alan, Perpetual Nerd. Alhangaro. And there was one more above them. Let's see who they were. Happy Cappy. That's right. The first and foremost, Happy Cappy. Thank you so much, everybody, for the super chats today. Thank you for the super stickers. Thanks for supporting the cause down here in Brownsville. Like I said before, everything that we earn from doing these shows, these podcasts, goes directly back into getting footage of Starship Starbase so we can make more videos, bring you all the information that you can get uh, from Starbase and beyond to the moon to mars and beyond so i'm out of here for now today guys that's it for me really do appreciate everybody stopping by please hit the like button please subscribe to the show only takes a second and you'll get more shows like this because we can do more shows like this with the more people that show up so thank you so much and it only takes a second so uh yeah Mark says thumbs up, everybody. Rod Trader, hey, man, what's up? Boca Chica was retirement venue before SpaceX. Now uh, you're working. Now the workers are coming. Yeah, Michael Maxey, exactly. It was a retirement destination. Super chill down there. Super chill. Uh, yeah, it's super cool down there, too. Like there were, what, 10 houses at Boca Chica? Something like that. Uh, like just out in the middle of nowhere. 30 miles from everything. Beautiful, beautiful area. So thanks, everybody, again. I really do appreciate you. Let me see if this new ending screen... I'm going to test out this ending screen. I want to see what you guys think. There you go. Do a little bit of footage. A little bit of little bit of ending screen. Better than just saying ending. <laughs> so there you go. Thanks, everybody, for all of the support. Love you all. Take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll see you next time on the Space News Pod.